0: Welcome to the Essay for FA's Asset Allocator podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we will discuss an unusual yet worthwhile rethinking of asset allocation, courtesy of investment consulting firm Dalbar. We'll get to this in just a moment, but first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to Premium subscribers are an incredible value-add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. Independent consulting firm Dalbar, famous for its annual investor performance studies, has recently turned its focus to asset protection strategies, particularly how advisors can help clients in this regard. I last discussed this on my December 3rd podcast about Dalbar's new panic relief tool aimed at helping advisors steer clients caught in a fight-or-flight dilemma toward fight. Tune in again if you'd like to review the concept. In its latest asset allocation research, which I have linked to my Seeking Alpha article page, DALBAR maintains its impressive record of originality. It's not easy, after all, to say something fresh about asset allocation. Yet DALBAR does by looking at the subject through the prism of opportunity cost. This is a great way to look at asset allocation, in my opinion. Advisors and their clients too often place the focus on risk tolerance. Apart from the difficulties of measuring one's true risk tolerance, standard industry practices do little to demonstrate the trade-offs in terms of lost opportunity. That's what Dalbar does here, reaching a surprising conclusion, which I find to be intriguing, though I will share comments and criticisms as well. The study's key investment thesis is that investors leave a lot of money on the table by allocating to cash or bonds. When looking at the market from 1928 to 2019, Dalbar quantifies this opportunity cost as follows. With a $100,000 investment in 1928, the risk avoidance investor who harbored his wealth in cash instead of stocks would have $2 million at the end of last year, a period lasting 92 years. The hardy stock investor, meanwhile, would have $213 million for an opportunity cost of $211 million. The bond investor would do better, achieving returns of $5 million, but in an opportunity cost of $208 million. Naturally, these numbers are large because we're looking at a large period of time and an unsubtle 100% asset protection scheme. In subtler 60-40 portfolio terms, deriving protection from 40% in cash results in a $688,000 opportunity cost. With 40% in bonds, the opportunity cost over this 92-year study period is $545,000. The question, therefore, is whether investors can achieve the benefits of asset allocation at a lower opportunity cost. Or better still, can we achieve not the same benefit, but an actual portfolio improvement? In essence, Dalbar is asking if there's something better out there than a 60-40 portfolio and its answer is decisively yes. Dalbar suggests, but dismisses hedging strategies, which it argues may be uneconomical and difficult for average investors to employ. It then looks at fixed annuities, whose opportunity cost over our 92-year study period was reckoned as in the ballpark of $100,000 less costly than bonds and $200,000 less costly than cash, with a portfolio drag of $465,000. A put strategy, known as LEAPS, reduces the loss over 92 years to $155,000 based on various assumptions explained in the report. But then comes its best asset protection strategy, not fixed, but rather indexed annuities, which actually had no opportunity cost, but rather added to the long-term portfolio gains while offering protection in down markets. This was achieved by capturing 70% of upside performance, yet none of the losses. The reason for this is that these annuity products can be configured in various ways that include principal guarantees, inflation protection, market participation, and lifetime income. These are the sort of costly annuities that investors love to hate, except for those who own them when the market crashes. It's an intriguing idea. Because such indexed annuities can offer investors psychological comfort during periods of cascading declines and principal protection. Over 92 years, the indexed annuity owner came out $449,000 ahead of the unhedged investor. Here's where I'll add my comments and criticisms. Generally, I think this is a good idea. I vividly recall the gloating of indexed annuity owners in previous market crashes as against the fright of investors who lost much of their wealth, often selling low. Also, indexed annuity owners gain tax deferral advantages. This is a solid idea. That said, advisors need to do due diligence for their clients. The companies backing the annuity must be financially strong enough to uphold their contracts and must invest the funds wisely. The advisor must choose the right mix of benefits, as each of the attractive-sounding benefits add to the cost of the contract, but are not always cost-effective. My biggest criticism is that I can see an even better asset protection strategy, the one that Dalbar actually rates the worst, which is cash. Sure, cash has the biggest drag of all, but if the strategy involves deploying that cash during market downturns, such as we have experienced in recent days, I believe that investors can do exceptionally well, better than the indexed annuity owner. It stands to reason because they're buying the best performing asset stocks, but at a steep discount. But that said, I can understand why Dalbar didn't offer that choice. Deploying cash well requires discipline and will not be executed in a uniformly good way. What I believe Dalbar is going for is how investment professionals can approach the retail investor market in a sort of foolproof, follow these simple instructions kind of way. And I think Dalbar is basically correct in stating, as it does in the report, that bonds are unreliable in terms of counteracting big stock market declines and that cash is often no panacea either. In practice, investors rely on the convenience of money market funds, which can break the buck during market crises. I hope Dalbar will find a way to test cash deployment as an alternative asset protection method, but give them credit for recognizing and quantifying the opportunity cost of protecting one's wealth and of trying to find methods that might lower that cost or even increase total returns. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors to keep this FA project growing. Also feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.